Well, hello to all our dummies. We want to welcome you back to our podcast, Dummies on Theology. It's a show, an unscripted conversation about God, Christianity, and the messiness of life. I had trouble with that. We are most uh, somewhat reverent, slightly irreverent, and totally irrelevant. Today we have a special show for you. No guests, just us. That's me, Pastor Chuck. I'm Guy, the IT guy. And I'm Bruce, the faithful sidekick. So together we make the unholy trinity. And we're going to address a question from one of our listeners. And I say one of our listeners. I mean, <laughs> from the only one, one from our listener. From our <laughs> listener. And that is, should we call it church fellowship or church friendship? Now, that's all he gave us to go on. So I'm thinking what he's wondering is, do we join church to be part of the fellowship, or are we joining church to have friendships? So, go. Well, I like working definitions. I think I understand what a friendship is, but what is... I really guess I've never really understood that. What is fellowship? I mean, is that coffee and donuts? What is fellowship? Hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's a good question. I don't know know if I've really tried to define that before. Fellowship wow. as a, yeah, just as a community that gets together and you hang out. Is that fellowship? Is fellowship a bond? Is, is it having a common ground? Well, I don't know. You went to seminary, what'd they say? We actually never <laughs> talked about fellowship. Huh. They were against it. <laughs> they were against it. <laughs> Go study. Don't have friends, don't have fellows to ship with. Oh, hello, fellow. Would you like to ship? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> that makes sense. That's... But I would assume in fellowship, we are generally thinking of some sort of bond that we have together in our common faith or confession. Maybe profession is probably better, too, uh, or, or creed that we have in common. So it's less about do I like my neighbor and more about do I agree with my neighbor and what we believe, teach, and confess. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. Hmm. So we have unity of belief and agreement that helps the fellowship aspect? or So you can be in fellowship with fellow Christians, but you wouldn't necessarily be in fellowship with a Muslim. Is that kind of what you're saying? Well, that's kind of what I'm saying, but if someone else is listening that has more advanced degrees than we do, I don't want to say that's what I think. But yes, that's what I'm saying, is that fellowship... <clears throat> to me, is based on something more than we like the same movies or we like the same kind of music. So would you say all friendships are fellowships, but not all fellowships are friendships? No. Like bourbon yeah. is, all, is whiskey, but not all whiskey is bourbon? Yeah, something like that. And all Everclear is only meant for garbage cans? I don't know. <laughs> Isn't that what they do with it? Make punch out of it? Oh, I don't know. I thought you meant it's only worth throwing oh, into. No, I've only <laughs> seen it served, I've only seen it served out that. of a garbage can. So, no, I guess I would say not necessarily true because I can have a friendship with a Muslim without having fellowship. Okay. But I can't have fellowship. No, I'm not going to say it any other way. I, I think to me that's what that means. There's a unity of belief. Is that what you, or confession? Maybe unity of confession. And I changed confession to be profession. Let's okay, profession profess our faith, faith. But yes. Okay. That's more of what I was thinking. So the idea is, why are we joining churches? Because we believe what they believe or because we can have friends there? So which should determine my church membership? Should I be more concerned about fellowship 
or are more concerned about the people there? Like, I like all the people here, so therefore I'm going to ascribe or subscribe to the confession or profession that this church provides. And I would say that that's probably most often what happens. Uh, I've been here at my church, and I've seen people say, well, pastor, I'm leaving to go to that church because they have more single men. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that's something based on a commonality other than singleness, not a profession of faith necessarily, unless one just believes whatever the church they're at at the time believes. You know, and I, and I think I like to call this the friends problem. And by friends, I mean that TV show, okay. Friends. Mm-hmm. You have this coffee shop where you have these great friends and every day you're spending hundreds of dollars drinking coffee with them and your whole life is happening there. I think somewhere around that time in the 90s, people started thinking, well, I should have friends like that at church. And what happened in churches? What did we start developing? Coffee churches. Coffee churches. So that we could sit around and then all these small groups and special interest groups and or whatever you want to call them, moms of multiples, moms of tweens, Moms of tots, whatever it is, you know. Um, and so we started finding our churches, or at least our fellowship at those churches, based on... Programs. Some, yeah, program that has creates a commonality or a same interest that you and I might have. So I'm friends with everybody that's 40, but I don't know anybody else in the church that's 50 or 60 or 30 or 20. So a fractured fellowship. Based on some demographic. A fractured fractured fellowship. I like that. You should write a book. Fractured fellowship. No, I might just trademark that term. Like three <laughs> Pete and Pat Riley. I find that's much easier. Just trademark things. Throw them out there, trademark them and that's right. make a t shirt. Someday somebody will come back and pay you money. Or that Christian band, Fractured Fellowship. They're a little hard, a little edgier. Is that really a band? I, I well it is now. <laughs> well, and I, I'll, be now. <laughs> I'll be your road manager. I'll be your road manager. But, but I do think when we go, when you're joining a church, it shouldn't be about, am I going to have friends here? Mm-hmm. Because I think, to me, fellowship is also maybe a deeper word than friendship, a deeper bond than a friendship, because it's united in Christ. Friendship doesn't have to be, though in church, we think it is. But if my friendship with you in church is based on the fact that we have kids the same age, what happens when our kids go off to school and we don't have kids anymore? Or, we become dissatisfied with that church and try to find another one. And maybe not together. Maybe our and friendship maybe together, is right? no longer together. Um, and I think people come to your church and they're like, well, make me some friends. Hey, pastor, I don't have any friends here. That's your fault. And I'm like, well, I have friends outside the church. But don't we do interest surveys when people join the church? We call them spiritual gift inventories, but aren't they just people surveys? So we can kind of group them with similar-minded folks, so maybe they'll make those six or seven connections that keep them in the church. Maybe really good churches do that. Mine doesn't. We just say, what are your interests and your hobbies? And then we have that, so if we need to put you to work, we know the things that you like to do, but we don't do it to... um, We actually discourage friendships here at our church. Oh, good. We encourage fellowship. Uh For instance... We try to put everybody in the same room for Bible class, whether you're at least everybody over 18. Uh, so like a multi-generational type setting? Yes, like the way the world used to operate. You know, the world, the way China and Japan used to operate, where you had parents and grandparents and great-grandparents and children 
great-grandchildren all together, if not in the same roof, within the same neighborhood so that there's opportunity for you, whatever age you might be, to learn, to be encouraged, to grow, to be challenged. I'm just thinking of... No, you keep going. That was a good list. <laughs> um, that I could throw out there. So I think in the church, it should be the same way. Because if I hang out with people who are all parents of five-year-olds, the only advice we can give each other as we're struggling with our five-year-old is the advice that we have right. from dealing with our own five-year-old, which obviously isn't working, or we would not be drinking in the same bar together. So... If you have people in your class who are 20 years older, they can look back and laugh with you and at you mm -hmm. and then say, you're going to get through this. Here's what we did. You know, this kind of worked. Yeah. It's, it's the experience of the, of the collective that helps. Yes. Yeah, it's hard to mentor someone who struggles with the same things you do. Yes. Not, not really beneficial for either one of you. No. And I like that. How did you say that? The experience of the collective? Yeah, what was that? I like yeah. that. Say That's that again, deep. Guy. That was Can amazing. you hit some kind of button for that? <laughs> oh, that is deep. <laughs> so if you're listening right now, the word for a t-shirt is experience of the collective. I guess that's words. If you go to our page, our Facebook page, and on this little banner, mm -hmm. whatever it's called, Drop that phrase, experience of the collective. We will reach out to you and send you a free T-shirt. And No, Bruce, I, was gonna, I was just going to say, uh, define it and use it in a sentence correctly as well. And <laughs> something of origin. <laughs> Word of origin. <laughs> Language of origin. And I'm going to ask that Bruce would stop uh, dropping the phrase just so he gets more free T-shirts. Okay. <laughs> and now a word from our sponsor. All right, we're back. Hope you enjoyed that word from our sponsor, Anchor. Uh, we love Anchor, and we'd love you even more if you'd go to our Facebook page and you'd uh, give us some likes, maybe a few comments, maybe a few suggestions, uh, maybe call into the show and be a guest, whatever it might be. We'd appreciate it. We know there are two of you listening. <laughs> We're going to find you. You have a 50% chance. You have a one in two chance of winning. We're going to track you down and make you like our Facebook page. Uh, so here we are today. Uh, we're doing the uh, discussion from our Facebook uh, friend on church fellowship or church friendship. Which is it? I think we're all leaning towards the idea of church fellowship is actually friendships are you can have friendships in the church and you should definitely sure. have friendships out the church outside the church do you, do you think that the reason we have maybe or do you think people that use this idea of church being friendship is gives them more flexibility in church shopping do you think that is kind of a I don't know maybe I'm going way you know out there but you think that's why maybe some are not so necessarily loyal to a specific church body or church structure that they use this as friendship? Oh, okay, I'm just going to you know travel on. I have lots of friends, right? So I'm going to go to this church because it's friendly or I'm, you know, this whole idea of being a friend, friendly atmosphere, a friendly 
What am I trying to say? I think you're saying friendly atmosphere. <laughs> That's what I heard you say. I agree with that. <laughs> but no, I think there's some truth because if I have to leave, there's no connection other than this friendship. Um, or I guess we, it, we've had this discussion before. You can kind of date the church by just saying, okay, I'm just here while I have some friends, but then there's friends over there and there's friends over there. So if I need to leave this church, I can go to that church. Fellowship, I think to me, implies a commitment uh, to know what the church believes and to say, I believe what this church believes. You know, it's... Uh, well, I think it's allowing yourself to be formed as well. So if I'm just picking my church based on the people there and whether I like them or not, that seems very superficial. So it's like we're forming the church instead of the church forming us. Hmm. Well said. So I should let the church pick me. To a degree. Well, it has, right? Well, right. I mean, well, I mean yes. Well, I mean, it's just like, so you go to a church. It almost, it almost extends to the pastor as well. So like when a beloved pastor leaves, all of a sudden half the congregation goes. So were they not there for the word and sacrament? They're only there because of that person. I mean, it goes back to, I follow Paul and I follow Apollos. Or, you know, I follow Paul's Christ. Creed. Yes, Apollo. No, no his, oh. his younger brother, Apollos. He was. He had a glass jaw, so he decided to go to the seminary. But his brother was a disco dancer. Oh, wait a minute. I am no. mixing 70s movies. I'm sorry. But, but, but I do think you're right in the sense that why are we going to church in the first place? To make friends? Uh, I, so years ago, I used to watch these people, lots of people. I'm not just saying it was two people. They come to church. They sit down in their pew. They make nicey-nice during the welcome or the greeting or the sharing of the peace. They sing their songs, profess their faith, confess their sins, not in this order, receive the sacrament, cross themselves at the benediction, shake hands with the pastor, and they leave. And I used to think, man, those are terrible members. They're just not involved. But then I met people who said, pastor, I need more friends. Pastor, we don't have any friends in this church. Pastor, what's wrong here? We don't have friends. And I started thinking, wait a minute. What's more faithful? To come to church where you don't have friends and to be faithful in your profession and your confession and your reception and your crossification? <laughs> I just try to keep something going there. Yeah, who, or, are, you, who are you being faithful to? Correct. Mm. Or to come because I know there's going to be somebody at the coffee bar who wants to talk about the football game or the baseball game or the basketball game or uh, whatever we watched on television or what movies we saw, you know? And I'm like, there's something to be said for the person that says the fellowship of the church is enough. My bond with these people saying our, confessing together, receiving absolution together, professing our faith, hearing the word of God proclaimed, receiving the sacrament, that is enough for me. And goes beyond a typical friendship. Because now we're brothers and sisters. Mm -hmm. We're family. We're not just friends. And I think maybe that's what happens when we have friend church, is we don't make family, we just make friends. I like that. And we can cast aside our friends, but rarely do we cast aside our family. That's So we're, we're drawn into a deeper bond through the blood of Christ. We are brothers and sisters. We are family. Wow, it's pretty deep. We will die for family. We won't even prick and bleed most of the time for friends. Right. I mean, it, it, seriously. So I think maybe that's what this is all about, is the fact that that fellowship goes beyond friendship and into a different level of relationship, which is now we're family. But we're not united by a name, not in the sense of 
whatever her last name might be, like Norris or Lee, but we're united in a name like Jesus. And there's an expectation. So I don't have to like you, but I do have to love you because we're family. Mm-hmm. So I put up with you and you put up with me. Right. So if you don't like what I like, I tolerate it because you put up with what I don't like. And when we can't come to agreements, we agree to disagree and work something out. I think you just solved. I think you answered the question. Not only did we answer the question, I think we just made the church a better place. If we quit looking for friends and start looking for fellowship, out of that fellowship will come everything that we need. Because all you have to do is if you go to a church that's working well, you look at those people as they age, what happens? Somebody says, hey, I'm going to call and check on them. Like we did at our church during the COVID. We had four or five people calling shut-ins, calling other people because we couldn't get together for church. We had people taking groceries to elderly people's houses. You know, they would have never been friends in the real world. You know, someone brought that up the other day. It's like church is the only place where you might see a banker be a friend with like a mason or a bricklayer or a custodian. They can overlook their socioeconomic bounds or stations in life. And inside the church, they can be... They're all equal. They're all equal. When you said mason, did you mean like a Freemason or... Yes, all the masons. (laughs) (laughs) A biscuit mason, a cake mason. Wow. And a cement mason. That's a lot of masons. You say cement? I say cement, cement, cement. Cement? I say it. It depends on what coast I'm on. You say mason... Jar? <laughs> yes. We have digressed. It's a, it's a Masson jar. <laughs> but my fellow Christians will overlook the fact that I have mispronounced that and still love me anyway. Mine still love me, and I say advertisement and mm. harassment and hurricane. Hmm. Here I am, rock me like a hurricane. I don't know. It doesn't have the same, doesn't have the same uh, commercial appeal, I don't think. But I digress as well, guy. I'm sorry. I think we all have. So, again, coming back around to finish this off, look for fellowship when you're going and finding that next church. And by that, I mean look for a place where you say what they teach, it's true. What they profess is biblical. And how they love is godly. And there you will have church fellowship. You'll have brothers and sisters. And I'm pretty sure you'll have some friends. So... So until we meet again, here's to all of our fellows, shippers, <laughs> or whatever you are, you're all dummies. So here's to you. Uh, have a great whatever time it is, and we'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs>